0: One of the most important and the most transformative realizations that I have had since I have been on the path of practicing mindfulness and mindful coping practice for over a couple of decades now is, and I was speaking with someone about this a little bit earlier this week, someone that I've been working with for years in terms of mindfulness practice, and that is that when we're dealing with our thoughts about other people, and what they're doing, possibly what we think they're doing to us, what they're saying to us, how we think that they're reacting to us, what they think of us—you uh, know, there's all these. There's almost like this feedback loop where we can get so caught up in what we think other people are thinking, what we think that they're trying to say, because we're 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 so busy trying to internalize and interpret everything through how it must be directed towards us and I hope that I'm not speaking in a confusing or in a circular fashion but I would kind of I guess the phrase for this is I would net this all out by saying that it took me quite a long time to realize and this is probably one of the most important realizations that I've had along the way through the years of this practice is that a lot of my issues that I have with other people a lot of my struggles with others, uh, A lot of my hurt feelings of, of feeling different negative emotions as a result of my expectations not being met or being disappointed or uh, things just not going the way that I had hoped or not living up to my expectations, it all really boils down to that a lot of this is, the best way I can put this is, this is me shadow boxing with myself in other words. I am uh, a lot of my dramas, and a lot of these are both little and you know, you know, big dramas as well, are really nothing more than me shadow boxing with myself. I guess is probably the best way the best visual representation I can give for that. And Besides just being aware of what my mind is doing, you know, what my mind is thinking, how I'm reacting to what's going on around me, being really the most important thing that I want to focus on in terms of interpersonal relationships and just the day to day experience of being around other people. This can even be with people that I don't know and maybe even haven't met, but I just happen to be somewhere where they are. And this can range all the way to, you know, very close relationships that I have. Is that if I can just remember and internalize and embrace the fact that so much of uh, so many of my struggles with other people, so much of the pain that I've experienced in dealing with other people has really been more about the, you know, my own struggles and, and what it is that I have struggled with than it is regarding my whatever struggles I have with them. In other words, I can make things so much harder than they actually are or have to be because I am in my own head really interpreting everything that's coming in in terms of communication or how someone's treating me uh, all of those things, if I'm so busy looking at it from my own, uh, my own perspective, and I know that's difficult because as human beings, we tend to look at things, you know, we're, we're, our, in terms of what we experience and, and, uh, what we, how we internalize things, we're, you know, behind our own eyes, so to speak. So, of course, you know, it's going to come in, all these things that are happening with other people come in through, They are, you know, colored to a certain degree and interpreted through our own previous experiences that we have. And a lot of this, I, you know, is obviously unconscious and happens in our, you know, in our unconscious mind. Some of these things we are conscious of, but you know, it, it varies. And a lot of, you know, the hardest one, the hardest ones you know, are the ones, the things that we're struggling with unconsciously, because we're not even aware that this has been, a, you know, something we where uh, we have preconceived notions about certain things or trauma that we're carrying uh, in our memories and in our bodies. And, and so we, you know, certain things feel certain ways. So what is all this really, I guess the question would be, what does this all have to do with mindfulness practice? You know, how can, mindfulness practice make a difference, and mindful coping practice. It's really, first of all, about getting back to the basics. And this is something that I think that no matter how many years one practices, I guess that's what I would say here, is that I have, I have not gotten to a point where I don't have to remind myself of this on a regular basis and, and just internalize the fact that a lot of my quote-unquote stuff in terms of dealing with other people and the issues that I have, has a you know way more to do with me than I ever dreamed that it you know that it possibly could, and my way of seeing people is very very difficult to see people as they really are without it being somewhat colored or somewhat affected by where we've been and. The idea here is not to change this. I'm not saying that I clearly don't want to waste time and energy trying to not have it be that way. I can, I can just, you know, there's no way I can brute force that. There's no way I can really force myself to try to see someone through, uh, you know, through, uh, uh, you know, through eyes that are not colored somehow with my preconceived notions and my previous experiences. So if I can't do that, what do I want to do in order to not struggle with this so much and possibly be able to have better relationships with other people, to have more meaningful communications with them, to have more meaningful encounters with people, and to have it be much less painful. And it really comes down to just... Gets back to that awareness again. If I can just, and I don't have to try, there again, I don't want to say that I'm trying to remember this all the time. It's just that it's something that I know consciously that, you know, I essentially make this harder on myself than it has to be. And I can get in my own way because of if I begin to believe what I'm thinking about what's going on or if I'm reacting to someone. And it's a stronger reaction. And I'm if I you know if I notice it, I may not. I don't have to know why I'm reacting that way. I don't know why I have to feel that way. And just as an example, I had a conversation with someone today, and it's someone who I enjoy being around. Uh, I definitely like them. They're definitely someone that's been very nice and very supportive of me. And uh, you know, don't know them that well necessarily, and it doesn't really matter. But what I noticed was as I was talking to them, for some strange reason, I was having, and for no real reason, no apparent reason, I was having some sort of negative reaction. There was somehow I was feeling something negative, and there wasn't anything that they were outwardly doing that was causing me to feel this way. And I realized, I became very aware of it. And it's only because of the fact that I've practiced being aware of what my mind is doing. And it's there's nothing extraordinary or incredible about it. It's something that we all are capable of doing. It's just that it's taken me years of practice to get to the point where it happens without me trying to make it happen or remind myself or not forget to, to, for it to happen. And I became aware very quickly that somehow I was feeling negative about, and it wasn't even about what they were saying in terms of the words or the content. There was just something going on, and I really don't know what it was. And there would have been a time years ago where somehow I would have had developed this narrative. Uh, there was some sort of uneasiness that was happening, there's something that just didn't feel good about where i was in that moment with this person and there was and there again there was no real reason for me to feel this way consciously but yet there it was and i noticed myself very quickly starting to it's like my mind needed to do something with this it just it was not my mind was not satisfied with just paying attention it wanted to start developing some sort of thoughts around why I was feeling negative. And I could, it was interesting how I could watch all this happen in real time. I could pay complete attention to this person that I was with and what they were saying. But at the same time, there was you know, part of me, of my uh, awareness, was essentially realizing that you know, I am beginning to, my mind is wanting to do something with this incoming information. There, you know, somehow I'm I'm feeling negative for some strange reason, and I don't know why. And so I immediately I can feel my mind doing what it always generally does, and that is it interprets it that there must be something wrong with me. Somehow, if I'm feeling negative, maybe this, you know, and, and there again, it's the whole, you know, this maybe this person's thinking negatively about me. Maybe I seem there's something that's wrong with me that they think there's something wrong with me. And because I was aware of it very quickly. I was able to just realize, okay, there I go again. I mean, I don't really... I'll never really know if someone is thinking negatively of me. I certainly don't want to become the person that starts asking people if they're thinking negatively of me. I don't think anyone really enjoys being around someone who is so paranoid that they need to know exactly what someone is thinking about them on a regular basis, or insecure, paranoid, insecure, whatever it is. Uh... I've certainly felt the temptation to want to ask questions like that. And I know that I don't need to do that. And the reason why is that all I need all I can really do is I heard someone once say once is just mind my own business. Just take care of my side of the street, so to speak. And the way that the best way for me to do that, and to really just pay attention to what it is that I need to, What I need to pay attention to is just trying to be as kind and loving as I possibly can and as respectful as I can and as mindful as I can. And part of that, or a lot of that, has to do with the fact that, you know, I just want to be aware not only for my own sake but also for others because if I'm not aware of what my mind is doing, I could have very easily in this case found myself pulling away from this person shutting myself off starting to develop kind of a defensive posture and really as I was with this person all of these things that were going on was most likely I'd say to a uh, there's a a very very great chance that this was nothing more than me shadow boxing with myself so to speak that there you know I I don't really think I honestly don't think that this person was thinking anything negatively about me Uh, it doesn't really matter because I'm never really going to know and I, you know, the most important thing that I can do is just be aware that this is me doing this with myself again. I'm just, or to myself. And once I do that, it becomes really easy to just let go and realize that I can't control how people feel about me. I can't control what their perceptions are of me, nor do I want to try to change those things. And that I very easily could have chalked this up, and I've done this before, I have been around people that somehow I get a, what I refer to as a negative vibe. Something just doesn't feel right, I think maybe that they're uneasy with me, or don't like the way that I look, or don't like the things that I say, or are put off by me in some way. That that's all just this self-defeating narrative that I have, I've become very comfortable thinking that. It has become very easy for me to believe when I am feeling a little bit off and a little bit out of kilter or off-center with people, that it's got to be them thinking something negatively about me. And as long as I am aware of the fact that I can go down this road very easily, it does not take much for me to start down this path. And ultimately end up pulling away from someone i end up every time i think of them i think you know negative i I remember those negative feelings come back up because i have perpetuated this i've chosen for this to happen i also know that there are certain people whom with i have had encounters or experiences that for one reason or another there is something conscious I am conscious of some aspect of their behavior—something that they say, something that they do, something that you know, quote unquote, rubs me the wrong way—or that I have some sort of internal reaction to. And maybe it's something about their behavior, maybe it's something about their personality. But it, but again, it is very easy for me to overreact and get so caught up in thinking about this person's behavior and about that thing that they do or that thing that they say that somehow sets me off that I am literally making myself miserable. It's, it's kind of like, and it's really a double-edged sword. I'm letting them make me miserable. I'm letting them, I'm letting them, I'm choosing to react to them in a way that is really self-defeating for me. I am so wrapped up in these beliefs about something about them that that I don't particularly either care for or something that I don't agree with or something that I think is, you know, whatever it is, it doesn't really matter. It's not really so much the opinion that I have. It's really just the fact that I'm doing this. And mindfulness practice over the years has really helped me because what I need to do first is just be aware of it and pay attention to when my mind is starting to do this I and I know it becomes easier and easier the more I practice this and it's this way for people that I've taught that I've worked with that I've learned from it gets easier and easier to be aware that we're doing this the more that we practice it and generally speaking if it's something that we're on top of our game and we really are this is something that we really have sustained a long-term practice it usually doesn't take long before I can, you know, we can become aware of this and what I usually find is kind of like today, I was aware of the fact that somehow there was something about being with this person that I just didn't, it, something felt negative negative. and what I chose to do was just sit with it. I didn't want to run away from this person, I didn't want to try to shut down the conversation. They are someone who is interesting to me, they're someone who I do enjoy being around And I'd say there's probably a 99% chance it had nothing to do with them and everything to do with me and my mind doing what it does because I'm human. And I don't want to beat myself up emotionally. I don't want to judge myself. I don't want to sit here and feel bad about the fact that I was you know, thinking these negative thoughts. What I was able to do, and there's nothing, again, that's extraordinary about this, it's just that I was able to sit there feeling the way that I felt, being aware of the fact that my mind was starting to go down the rabbit hole of wanting to try to get to the bottom of whatever it was, and it needed to know. I did need to know. I don't need to know. and I, In fact, I still don't know what it was, and I really don't need to know. Because at the end of the day, all I really wanted to do was to be able to be present with this person, to have this conversation. I chose to be there with them. It wasn't that I didn't want to be there with them. It's just that somehow I was crippling myself with my own thinking and taking my whatever reaction. There again, I don't know if I was having a reaction to them or whether it was something with me. It could have been something, for all I know, it could have been something that is physiological. It could have been psychological in a a way that had nothing to do with this interaction. So I want to just allow myself to be with people. And sometimes I I have to embrace, or I want to embrace, the fact that sometimes that's not always going to feel great. And sometimes I'm going to know why it's not going to feel great, because it could be something about their behavior. And there again, I can't control it, but I also don't want to be in the business of avoiding people clearly if someone is affecting me negatively on purpose or trying to hurt me or trying to make me feel bad about myself or playing psychological games with me yes i do want to uh, put up boundaries and not continue to subject myself to that but sometimes it's just being with people that there are different feelings that come up and and we don't always understand what those are and the best way that I can deal with that is to be willing to feel these things and yet give people the benefit of the doubt and and be willing to be with them even when it doesn't feel great or even when it doesn't feel good. Because it just may be something and it may not even be my fault, I may not be choosing to do this, it just may be that that's where my head is at, that's where I'm at physiologically and it's really okay to continue to be with people through that. I don't want to set up expectations, and I think a lot of that was very difficult for me because if I enjoyed being around people, then I began to cling to the belief that, well, I really enjoyed being around them this one time, so the next time I'm around them, it's gonna be great again, and again, and again. And what I realize is, with a lot of things, there are diminishing returns. You know, we can't go back and recreate the same feeling that we had in the past with everything, you know, the more that we continue to try to chase that, uh, the harder it gets to, to to obtain that same feeling. And in most cases, I find that I can't recreate these feelings, something that I felt previously or experienced previously. So if I can just allow myself to be with people and if it's, you know, if I want to be around them, there's no guarantee that, I, you know, that I'm not going to sometimes, you know, that I that I'm not going to feel negative or feel negatively in some way. And it's okay. So as long as I'm willing to sit with these things and when I start to feel my mind starting to develop lines of thought, there's some kind of speculation about, you know, why do I feel this way? Are they thinking something about me? Are they not comfortable being around me? There's all these little, you know, little pathways that my mind can start to go down and start overanalyzing interactions and looking at the way people are looking at me and the way they're talking to me and i can get so wrapped up in that that i really am not with them anymore because i'm really inside my own head trying to interpret all of these different you know different data points that uh, really in the end of the day it's i mean i can completely just paralyze myself trying to do that and really what does this have to do with coping how you know how do i how how can i cope more mindfully i know this that if i really want to live life if i really want to be whole uh, if I want to really have a meaningful life if I want to not be depressed and not be reclusive and not hide away from life and you know where it's all happening I've got to be around people I've got to be out in life interacting with people and the give and the take of life and the fact is <clears throat> excuse me there I, you know I'm not always going to have it my way and sometimes it's not going to feel the way that I think it should feel so if I really want to be able to cope most effectively. I need to be able to bravely go out into the world and be open to being around people. And I can't look to other people to make me feel good or great about myself or to validate me in any way. There's limitations to really what I I can get from interactions with other people. The less that I really want to get out of it or from them, the better off I am. And I know that mindfulness is really the one practice that allows me to be able to just genuinely be with people because I, the only way I can be with people and stay out of my own way and stay out of my own head lost somewhere else and not even with, here with them is to be mindful and to, to pay attention to and be aware of what my mind is doing when I'm around people. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like, it's, it's really true. If I think about it, I mean, you know, if I'm busy, you know, referring, I refer to this as shadow boxing I'm going to wear myself out because I'm, you know, I'm over here basically, you know, dealing with someone who I'm imagining is there. And that's really honestly what I think it is, at least for me, is if I'm so busy deciding who this person is and just not seeing who they really are and not being open to the fact that I can't know everything that they're thinking uh, and I can't control the interaction and I can't control their what they say and what they're going to do and their reactions to me. That, you know, that is, if I'm going to really be around people, I have to be willing to be vulnerable, I have to be willing to be open to all those things, and uh, me living a life of doing nothing but shadow boxing with myself is really, I feel like in a lot of ways, it's not good for me, it's not healthy for me, I know that I'm not going to cope in the most effective way, if I, you know, if I have work that I need to do, it's usually almost always going to involve other people. I I can't work in isolation, I can't live my life in isolation. I can, and I did that for many years, but it really, really didn't work for me. And I found myself beginning to be much more and more unhealthy as the years went on. So and a lot of times i would just want to avoid being around people because it was just too hard so to speak it was just too difficult i didn't like the way that i felt being around people a lot of the time and i know now that mindfulness has allowed me to understand that the reason why that i felt that way was because of, of what i've just spoken of here today that these things you know the the way that i felt about all this was because of the fact that i was you know busy shadow boxing with myself thinking all of these thoughts, overthinking, overanalyzing, speculating, and ultimately developing my own storylines for what was going on with other people and what I thought they were thinking of me instead of just being open to letting them be however they are and thinking whatever it is they're going to think because I can't control that. And it's really okay. I don't need to control it. And I really can be happy and live a life of meaning and joy and meaning not being able to control all of these things. And at the the end of the day, mindfulness and mindful coping practice have really powered my ability to be able to be with my own highs and lows, not only with other people, but also on my own. And I know now that the more work that I do on myself, and really being around other people, one of my earliest teachers, one of my earliest gurus taught me that, that really when I'm around other people, when I'm being of service to other people, I'm really actually just working on myself, and this is not in a selfish way. It's not all just all about me, but I know at the end of the day that my interactions with people, the give and take that I have with other people, really comes down to working on myself and that the the clearer I can be, the more clear I can be about what it is that, you know, what's happening in this game of interpersonal relations if I can be much more as clear about it as I possibly can be and kind of keep my side of the street clean, so to speak, then I'm, it's, this is going to be more rewarding. I'm going to be able to more effectively be of service to others. I'm going to be able to be a more whole human being. And I've got to have some way to continue to keep checking myself and checking my head, so to speak. And the only way for me to do that is to pay attention to my thoughts and to be with them, even when I don't like them, even when it doesn't feel good, even when I'm reacting really strongly to something, these thoughts that I'm having, will if I'll let them, they will just come and go. They will pass, and I don't have to take them seriously. And my reactions that I have to what people do and say, I don't have to take those things seriously either. Uh, I always want to be aware, and clearly I want to be able to watch my own behavior, but I know that I'm much more likely to do that and monitor my behavior If I'm paying attention to to my thoughts and to my reactions to other people, it doesn't have to be nearly as complicated as I have thought it has to be. And it really does make me want to be around people more and open myself up more when I can remember these things and just practice.